This is Scott, host of the Unprocessed Knowledge Podcast and Black author. You could get all three of my books. My first book, Systematic Racism and Capitalism, Alliance of Oppression. My second book, Hypocrisy in America, The Veil of White Supremacy. And my third book, my first novel, Exodus 2035, all available on Amazon.com and Amazon Kindle. If you don't have a Kindle, you can download the Kindle app to your smartphone or tablet, and you can access those products. Thanks for listening. Um, don't forget you and you network. You can find that on Instagram, you and you underscore network, where you can find all the shows uh, under the you and you network. Shout out to the you and you network. You know what I'm saying? And all those podcasts that's on you and you network. Think for the you and you network. The head brothers at you and you network. You can check out the socials at you a n d u underscore network what's the most important issue in the governor's race here in virginia getting back to the basics of teaching children not teaching them critical race theory and uh and and what is critical race theory well i'm not going to get into the specifics of it because i don't understand it that much but it's something that i don't what little bit that I know I don't care for. And, and what have you heard that, that you don't, well, that you I'm don't not, like? Well, I'm, I'm not going to, you know, I don't, uh, I don't, I don't have that much knowledge on it, but okay. it's something that I'm not, that I don't care for. Is that parents who were spooked by critical race theory, none of whom can define it, when you ask them what it is, they don't know. But what they do know is that black people are being centered, their history is being taken seriously. And if you say you're concerned about history in America, why is it that when it comes to black history, it becomes a bet? But I find that a disingenuous argument because I don't think that is what people are objecting to i don't think most people and of course there are some places in this country where they will and some people who will but they're not objecting to black history being taught there are other things going on in the schools can like we, what can we just like separating children by race and and describing them as either oppressed or oppressor i mean there are children coming home who are tra- feel traumatized by this uh, welcome back to the unprocessed knowledge podcast once again, you can find this show on the Apple Podcast app. You can find this show on Spotify. Everybody should be following me on Instagram at unprocessed underscore knowledge. Click the link tree on my bio. If you have an Apple device, you can go straight to the Apple Podcast app. If you have an Android device, you can go straight to Spotify. You don't have to pay for it. You can listen to this podcast there. You can find all three of my books through the link tree in my bio. If you want to donate to the show, click the link tree in my bio on my Instagram page. Shout out to the UNU Network. Shout out Three Stars, Two Bars podcast. Separate the Two podcast. Reservation for Three podcast. Code Machine. A Taste to Consider podcast. And of course, this show, catch up on all the shows. Subscribe. Hit the like button, repost, tell a friend anytime I do not drop a new episode, guys. Click on the link tree in my bio, access the show, dig through the archives, catch up on some previous shows that you missed in the opening clip. First clip, you heard a gentleman fumbling and bumbling, talking about critical race theory. Second clip, courtesy of HBO, real time with Bill Maher. 
Bill Maher said, you should not be teaching critical race theory in schools because kids are being traumatized, being described as the oppressor. What he really wanted to say was white kids are being traumatized, being taught the truth about systemic racism, white supremacy. Language is important. It is important that we call things what they truly are. What critical race theory is, is teaching people the truth about white supremacy in America. That's all. All right. They, they, they give this fancy word and people are all up in arms about it. Parents don't want it being taught. They damn near rioting at the schools. Everybody's upset. White, white parents. They damn near upset about it. Anytime you hear somebody say, I don't want critical race theory being taught, what they're saying is, I don't want the truth about racism being taught. That's what they don't want. Now, Belmont has no problem for the last, what, two, three, four hundred years, them teaching little black kids that they were slaves, that some, some good white people decided to let them go, that, you know, they gave them civil, civil rights. And now they just sitting around in, in the ghetto with nothing. The best that they can hope to be is an athlete or entertainer. Bill kids have has no problem with black kids being taught all that. Bill Maher has no problem with black kids being taught about how, how they don't have anything and sit around in the ghetto. You know, they started their history started in slavery. You don't think that's traumatizing. But the minute you start telling the truth. And about this oppression that we've been under and, and the people that portray the oppression, then it's a problem. Then it's like, oh, no, we can't we can't traumatize these white children like that. We can't be telling the truth now. We can't tell them what happened. We can't teach them about the land theft. Talked about that last show. We can't teach them about the, the, system, the systemic deprivation. We can't teach them about the railroading. We can't teach them about... <laughs> every little evil we can't teach them about the school to prison pipeline we can't teach them about the chemical warfare which was the crack epidemic in the 80s that the government uh, released within the black community we can't teach them about the, the Jim Crow laws we can't teach them about the school to prison pipeline did I mention that all these things that fall under the umbrella of systemic racism we can't teach them about all that and how that all this was planned and orchestrated and carried through. We can't teach them about how we pass laws to make sure black people would remain a permanent underclass in this country. We can't teach them about how we conspire to destroy an entire nation of people based off race. We can't teach them about that. We can't teach them about how all these police officers conspire to throw black people in jail off trumped up charges talked about that last show down in Tennessee how they made up laws to throw children in prison threw children in prison for for not for fake crimes we can't teach them about how we systematically seek to destroy black people can't teach them about that so we don't want that being taught in schools here's another clip from that very same episode of real time with Bill Maher where they happen to talk about crime invite in the mind of citizens a calculation about well how many crimes are being committed by blacks? And I don't think we want that calculation in the minds of citizens because quite a few crimes are being committed by blacks. Look, there is no question that when you look at black people who are killed and killed by other black people, it's like in the 90s, right? But we know in the 80 percentile 
84%, I think it is, of white people who are killed are killed by white people. So people kill where they live. It's right. neighbor to neighbor carnage. It's not a racialized the thing. The scale of it is much higher in the black community. Absolutely. Vastly because, higher. Because okay, they, they went on to talk about crime and how crime is so much higher amongst black folks and how black people are just committing all these crimes and ooh, black people are so violent and we, man, why do black folks just commit all these crimes? I mean, it's insane. I've talked about this before. It's not that black people commit more crime than white people. Hear me out. Listen, put on your thinking caps. Listen to what I'm about to say. Let me blow your mind. White people don't get punished for the crimes that they do. Think about it. Who went to jail for killing Eric Gardner? Remember him? I can't breathe. Nobody. Who went to jail for killing Freddie Gray? Remember him, Baltimore? The police say he broke his own spine and he died in the hospital a few weeks later. Nobody went to jail. Who went to jail for shooting and killing Terrence, Terrence Crutcher down in Oklahoma? Officer Betty Shelby, who shot and killed him, said it was his fault because he wasn't compliant. Let me refresh your memory. Terrence Trucker, T Terrence Crutcher, he had car trouble. And he was on the side of the road next to his vehicle, not committing any crimes. His car broke down. And this officer pulled over and was asking him questions and she shot him and killed him. He didn't attack her. She never she didn't go to jail. Who went to jail for killing Philando Castillo up in Minnesota? Remember, he was uh, exercising his, con his Second Amendment rights. He was a, a legal gun owner. He had a license and everything. Cop pulled him over. He told the police officer he had a firearm and police officer, I think, asked him for his license. He went for his license. Shot, the cop shot and killed him. The list goes on and on and on. And I'm not just talking about cops. This was national news not too long ago. A white woman named what, a Gabby Petito. She went missing. Her, her and her boyfriend went for like some type of hiking trip up in like Montana or something. And the boyfriend is the only one who came back. Remember that? And it was a nationwide manhunt. And they, you know, they never arrested the boyfriend for murder. And two months later, like the boyfriend disappeared and they finally found his body in, in some some nature uh, park in Florida. He went out there and shot and killed himself. Now, everybody knows the boyfriend killed Gabby Petito. But guess what? He was never charged with a crime. He was never charged with murder. They got the complexion for the protection. We had to move heaven and earth. And it had to be a worldwide protest just to get Officer Derek Chauvin convicted of killing George Floyd. And everybody saw the video and knew he killed George Floyd. He went in the court and said George Floyd died of a drug overdose and a bad diet and that knee on his neck ain't had nothing to do with it. White folks commit crimes all the time. They just don't get punished for it because the system within the system of white supremacy. Those laws are meant to keep the niggers in control. Those laws are meant to keep the niggers in check. White folks go to court and just lie their ass off. And, and sometimes on, if they even get charged, if they do get charged, they just go to court, lie their, lie their ass off and they'll just get the benefit of, of the doubt.
and ain't that they ain't committing crimes nobody commits more crimes than white folk than white folks nobody come on y'all me and my wife we just we just happened to be watching we were visiting my mom and my mom likes to watch like like court tv or whatever and we watched two cases the one case it was a woman who was a bail bondsman down in i think florida texas somewhere she was a bail bondsman and she unjustly shot and killed a guy like she didn't have the right to use deadly force you know she a guy came into his he paid like a $35,000 bond and she heard that he was going to go to out of state uh, to go to his mom's funeral so she was going to arrest him and send him back to jail now he didn't fight her he didn't put his hands on her he was she was you know when he was trying to arrest he's like hey you know what's this about what you doing and she kept trying to arrest him and the guy was like i'm out of here so he turned around and he ran he didn't fight her he didn't push he put no hands on her she pulled out a gun and shot him in the back and killed him she didn't get charged for murder oh and she lied after she shot and killed him she called 911 and said you know she shot and killed a man and he was coming after her and you know she was scared for her life you know the, the whole spiel but she had a video camera in her office and the video camera showed that proved she was lying she didn't get charged for murder there was another white woman who had a baby and she called and t- told her i don't know if it was her husband at the time her baby daddy the dude she had a baby by that she killed the baby so she got arrested and everybody was like well, where's the baby at she switched up her story and said she gave the baby away like she went to walmart and found like some older couple and said hun just take my baby and they never found the baby to this day this happened this was years and years ago they never found the baby she didn't get charged with murder she only got charged with with kidnapping and she got five years in prison now everybody knows this woman killed this baby but because they couldn't prove or they didn't care enough to try to prove it (laughs) and because she's a white girl they didn't charge her with murder guys this happens all the time now if bill maher thinks you know white children are being traumatized by being taught they were the oppressor in school i know they're not listening to this podcast because i call you know i call them the oppressor the colonizer the architects of evil <laughs> i mean we we just keep it playing here so if they ever listen to this show they'll if guys think about this dylan storm roof walked into that church down in south carolina and shot and killed all those people and they came out and said he's mentally ill and he's a lone wolf if a black person in the hood that ain't got nothing to do with you commits a crime then they come back and say that's all you negroes and all you black people are prone to violence and he represents all y'all think about that Kyle Rittenhouse is in court right now. Kyle Rittenhouse shot and killed two people and blew a third person's arm off. And the judge won't even allow the people that he murdered and the dude whose arm he blew off to be called victims. Trial against Kyle Rittenhouse is also underway. He was 17 when he crossed state lines with a semi-automatic weapon. He was underage, so it was not legal for him to have a gun. Then he shot and killed two people and wounded another at anti-racist protests in Kenosha, Wisconsin that erupted after a police officer shot a black man in the back repeatedly. Rittenhouse is claiming self-defense. 
In that case, the judge has already ruled the people Rittenhouse killed and wounded can't be called victims. Here's Judge Bruce Schroeder in court. The word victim is a loaded, loaded word. And I think alleged victim is a cousin to it. While the victims here weren't black, they were at protests in the defense of black lives, says Ashley Woodard Henderson, co-executive director of the Highlander Research and Education Center in Tennessee and a leader in the movement for black lives. She says watching the three cases unfold. We're seeing the disproportionate impact on black lives. It's saying whose lives matter and are valuable. So this damn judge in the Kyle Rittenhouse case, man, he done showed his ass. He's team white supremacy all the way. He might as well just go ahead and throw up a Confederate flag in that courtroom. Because he, first he came out and said, these people aren't victims. You can't call them victims in, in, in court. You can call them anarchists. You can call them looters. You can call, call them rioters. You can call them disturbers of, disturbers of the peace. You can't call them victims. So if they're looters and rioters and anarchists, and disturbers of the peace. What does that make Kyle Rittenhouse? If they're the bad guys, then logically that makes Kyle Rittenhouse the good guy. Now this trial it was going on today, and like I said, this judge really done showed his ass. Every time the prosecution would back Kyle Rittenhouse into a corner and, and was getting on him, the judge would stop the trial. The judge would stop the trial, excuse the jury, and start yelling at the prosecution. At this point, the judge is damn near a defense attorney for Kyle Rittenhouse. The judge is doing everything he can to make sure this kid gets off. He shouldn't have handed his little ass up there in the first place. Now, all this time, they have painted the narrative that Kyle Rittenhouse went up there to defend public property that he didn't own because he ain't own no property up there. He's not even from that state. He's from Illinois. He went up to Wisconsin to defend, I guess, somebody else's public property with a gun he shouldn't have had on him legally. You know, today in court, this judge said that Kyle Rittenhouse didn't go up there to defend public property. He said he was just up there as a private citizen, you know, minding his own business. And he was in fear for his life. And that's and he had to defend himself. That's what happened. Man, the deck is stacked against us. This is why critical race. This this is why the truth about white supremacy needs to be told. It's not about what happened 200 years ago. That's important that we know. But it's also um, important to understand what's going on right now. You got a white, a racist foot soldier that could pick up his gun, shoot and kill people. And then when he goes to court, the judge is on his side. That whole trial's just been, I'm waiting, I say so. Conducted by the judge. The trial of Ahmaud Arbery is also going on down in Georgia. And they done stacked the deck in the jury box once again. They done got rid of damn near every black juror. It's 11 white jurors and one black one. All the black people that signed up to be potential jurors on this trial, they got rid of all their black asses. Conceded in the trial of three men accused of murdering Ahmad Arbery in Georgia. He was a black man running through a neighborhood. The defendants are three white men who took it upon themselves to chase him and now plead self-defense. One black man will be the only person on a nearly all-white jury. NPR's Debbie Elliott reports. After weeks of intense questioning, prosecutors and defense lawyers spent Wednesday exercising their peremptory strikes to narrow the jury pool to 12 plus four alternates. But after the defense eliminated all but one prospective black juror, prosecutor Linda Dunikowski stood. I understand the state is motion. Yes, Your Honor, at this time. 
Dunikoski argued that defense lawyers unconstitutionally removed black members from the jury pool because of their race. The defense struck these jurors, and in this case we're talking about the 11 African American jurors because of racial bias. She asked Judge Timothy Walmsley to reinstate some of them. But first, he heard from attorneys for the defendants, father and son, Gregory and Travis McMichael, and William Roddy Bryan. The three neighbors faced charges including murder, aggravated assault, and false imprisonment for chasing Ahmaud Arbery with pickup trucks, cornering him, and shooting him to death in a struggle. They say they suspected him in recent break-ins. Nearly all the potential jurors had seen graphic cell phone video of the killing, recorded by defendant Brian, and many indicated they thought Arbery was targeted because of his race and had negative opinions of the defendants. Greg McMichael's attorney, Laura Hogue, argued the defense struck jurors because of their fixed opinions, not their race. We struck 13 white people to this 11, the number of 11 African Americans, and those were based on the same reasons, Your Honor, the same strong-rooted bias. Brian's lawyer, Kevin Goff, said he was just doing his job. I have a right as defense counsel not to believe that answer. And that has nothing to do with whether he's black, white, or Martian. In the end, Judge Walmsley agreed in part with the prosecution's argument. Uh, this court has found that there appears to be uh, intentional uh, discrimination in the panel. But he said the law prevented him from reinstating black members to the jury pool because defense lawyers were able to cite race-neutral reasons for striking them. He called it a difficult balance. One of the challenges that I think uh, counsel recognize in this case is the, the racial overtones in the case. So a jury of 11 white people and one black man will weigh the testimony and evidence and the defense argument that they acted in self-defense. Okay, everybody. So look, the fix is in down in the Ahmaud Arbery case. You see how they done, you know, stack the deck in the jury box. Two things to point out from, from that clip, courtesy of NPR. The judge said, hey, yeah, I admit in the past um, racial discrimination has gone on. But, you know, we're not doing that now. We're, we're, we're playing everything above board now. And that doesn't have anything to do with anything. That's that's BS. Basically, with they're asking people if they think, look, first of all, everybody knows this case has everything to do with race. So they're asking potential jurors if they think race has something to do with what happened in this case. And if they say yes, you're invalid to become a juror because they say you are portraying a racial bias. Now, here's the thing. Everybody knows this case is all about race, but white people are better at lying about it. <laughs> you got all these white people that came down and said, I don't see race. I don't think race had anything to do with this at all. They're lying. They know it's about race. Black people went down there being honest. And that's why it's like we, we, we got to learn how to play the game better, man. We got to learn how to play the game better. All these black people went down there being honest. And that's how they got struck and not and are not able to sit on the jury. Now, you got 11 lying ass white people. And how you think they going to vote? They going to look out for their folks. You had the prosecutor say, oh, well, uh, I'm sorry. You had the defense attorney, not the prosecutor. The defense attorney say, oh, well, I don't see color. I don't care if he's black, white or Martian. Makes no difference to me. Now, look, 
if I go outside to get my Uber Eats delivery and a spaceship comes down and a Martian comes down with my food, I don't know about you, but that's that's gonna that's gonna mean something to me. I might have to tweet about that. Like, wow, where you from Mars? Whoa. Wait till old King Johnny finds out about this. So if you just walking around, you see a black person, a white person, a Latino, and a Martian, you just gonna go on his business as usual. Huh? Nothing to see here. No big deal. See how silly that sounds? We gotta start telling the truth about this thing, guys. Alright, guys. Don't let them run that game on you, okay? We have to call things what they are. Critical race theory is telling the truth about white supremacy. White privilege is really being treated fairly in a system of white supremacy. When you call someone a Karen, a Karen, that, that's a white woman practicing racism. That's what a Karen is. Okay. That's a white woman, you know, calling the police on a little black girl selling water, calling the cops on, on, on a black male bird watcher, calling the cops on, on black people at the barbecue. It's a white woman practicing racism. Don't don't call her Karen. Call her that. Let's just keep it real. Let's just keep it honest. Let's let's keep it all the way 100. That's what we do here. We tell the truth here. Race does matter. I guarantee you, if you walk outside your house and the Martian comes down on the spaceship and jumps out, that, pff, that's that's going to catch your attention. That means something. You just ain't going to go on about your business. Like, uh, you know, whatever. Call it don't matter. If he's polka dot, it's like, uh, you know, whatever. Polka dot guy. Just flying around in the spaceship. <laughs> whatever. Follow me on Instagram at unprocessed underscore knowledge. You can click the link tree on my bio to go to Amazon to get access to all three of my books hypocrisy in america the veil of white supremacy systemic racism and capitalism alliance of oppression till the next time guys y'all take it easy